Hi, this is Harry Shearer, and you are listening to TV Confidential, a radio show about television. He'll finally get to see his first real Christmas tree with popcorn strings and sparkling things that he helped decorate. Ed Roberts wants a reminder that we will welcome actress and voice artist Colleen Foy in our second hour. Plus, we'll play highlights from our tribute to the Monkees from 2018 as part of our remembrance of Mike Nesmith. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for a quick holiday edition of our DVD and streaming reports. You can read Greg Airbar twice a month, cartoonresearch.com. What do you have for us this week? Got a uh, Hanna-Barbera Yogi Bear Christmas uh, selection for you today. <laughs> hey! Now, now this is this is classic Yogi Bear versus Jellystone Yogi Bear. Well, it isn't jelly. It's sort of in between. Okay. There's a little bit of classic, All right. and then a little bit of in between. It's a mix. Okay. It is a mix. There's two different DVDs here. One of them is from the Warner Archive Collection. It is a Yogi Bear TV movie called Yogi's First Christmas. And it is an important film in the career of Yogi in that the ratings were so high on this. This was a syndicated movie. It was a two-hour time slot. usually ran on a Sunday when it was running uh, in various cities. But it's actually about 90 minutes without the commercials. So it was pretty long. And it kind of went on, you know, a little bit. Because it feels a little bit padded. But if you love your Yogi and you are... Amenable, let me say, to the Hanna-Barbera of the late 70s, where Yogi wasn't quite the rascal he was in his heyday. He's a little nicer, kinder Yogi, but he still gets into to problems. But he's more the clumsier, uh, misadventure Yogi. Then uh, it's a nice thing to put on. I like to put this on like when I'm wrapping presents and doing various holiday things. It's something to have on kind of like a parade because you can have it on, eat candy, wrap a present, do things, come back and say, okay, now Yogi's doing this. Oh, look, Huck is singing Clementine, things like that, because it, it, it's very episodic and it, it has little songs in it. Now, here's what's interesting about the little songs. Usually when there were little songs in a Hanna-Barbera special or feature and there were no songwriters credited, usually meant that the songs were written by Boyd Curtin, who was the musical director for many years and is quite a legend and was sort of the, the backbone of the house sound of Hanna-Barbera. Very much a pioneer and, and a, a, a great of animation music. And William Hanna and Joseph Barbera who co-authored most of the theme songs. This isn't talked about that much, especially Hannah. Hannah was a musician. Uh, even as a kid, he loved writing verse and poems. He would write them to friends and family. When he worked in his early days at Harmon and Ising at uh, MGM, he wrote songs. His very first directed cartoon, which is called To Spring, which you'll see on uh, MeTV occasionally. He wrote those songs. He, uh, he loved doing that. And for Rough and Ready, he wrote down those lyrics uh, over the phone. He told them to Hoyt Curtin. He called back and played it on the piano. You got the job. You know, it was a freelance thing. Uh, Barbera's input was they were a team. They worked together. It was based on story. You know, they ran it by each other. They were a team. And so his name is alongside his. But if you look at songwriting credits, it says Barbara Hannah Curtin on most of their songs. So I can tell you that I assure you that the songs in this 
are written by the three of them, including Coming Up Christmas Time, which is at the beginning. Uh, all the characters sing that, along with the chorus, which uh, I also know is, uh, and I love that Hanna-Barbera credits the chorus in the end titles. They don't always do that in films. And they were contracted by Ron Hicklin, who we've talked about many times. The Ron Hicklin Singers. Yep, Ron Hicklin Singers, Love American Style, Happy Partridge Days. Family. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he, he told me, because he says, this is in my files. And Coming Up Christmas Time originated in a, uh, another Hanna-Barbera special, Casper's First Christmas. The reason it's played again is because they reused a lot of their songs and themes and stuff. And because what's cool about the special also is a lot of the classic characters appear in it. Quick Draw McGraw, Huckleberry Hound, Snagglepuss, uh, Boo Boo, um, Augie, and stuff like that. Um, this film was extremely successful. It did so well, in fact, that, and this is the sort of thing that would happen to Hanna-Barbera. And you'll some people say, oh, you know, it was a factory, and all oh, their stuff moved this way or that way. But they worked at that studio at such a pace and with such volume that you look at that now and it's astonishing with the budget and the volume they did how good it is because now stuff is outsourced budgets are much higher after this movie was made they got an order for 10 more wow 10 more 90 minute movies in the space of a few months it was called the Hanna-Barbera Superstars 10, and they had, to, they had to get them out on time, and they did. So Yogi's First Christmas was the first one, and that is on Warner Archive home video. Lots of fun. Then we move along to something that's on regular Warner, and that is written by a good friend of mine, uh, Mark Evanier. And he is a, a veteran writer of animation comic books primetime television and he has a uh was it was it notes from me news from me. news from news from me news from me one of the best blogs it's a blog i read every day i read ken levine's by kenlevine.com and i read mark's every day because he, he he's known so many people in the industry he tells so many interesting stories he's a fascinating guy well and he knows so much about hanna-barbera too well he wrote this special and on uh, one of his interviews is with Scott Shaw, who was an artist there. And he tells a story behind this special. This was made in 1982. What is the and, name of this special? Oh, I, the, the name of the special would be very helpful. Yes. It's called Yogi Bear's All-Star Comedy Christmas Caper. As opposed to the special written by Mark. As opposed to Yogi's First Christmas. Okay, All-Star, Yogi's All-Star Christmas Caper. All-Star Christmas Caper. This is a network special, and this is a half-hour special. This is a show where the same characters all come happily to a place, and they help a young orphan girl. Actually, it, it, it's a they help a young girl. They do nice things. The characters come for Christmas, do nice things, and have wacky antics and with Ranger Smith and you know Huckleberry Hound and Snagglepuss. That's the main thing. Mark had to turn the script over very quickly, but it's very significant for this because there's a lot of heart behind this. He tells the story much better than me, but I'll share it very briefly, in that when this was made, Dawes Butler was one of the greatest voice actors ever in the history of everything. He was the voice of about 15 characters, including Yogi and Huck and Quick Draw and um, uh, 
Augie, and, and he was also Elroy Jett. Yeah, and, and Dawes, Dawes also mentored Bob Bergen, if I remember correctly. Bob so the, Bergen. So the tradition of Bob lives, of, of Dawes lives on. And Nancy Cartwright, yeah. voice of Bart Simpson, most famously. Well, he was a sweet man, and he had just had a stroke, and he was very nervous about being able to do voices again. And, um, there was unsurety about that, but mostly his agent was asking a little bit too much for this special, and so the business affairs person was reluctant to hire him and it would have required hiring more people to do all these voices that he could do alone and mark was a good friend of dawes and he was when he found out about this and mark does not get mad very often he was very very mad and um he actually was working with dawes on the script and he sounded he was able to do it he found he could do it so he found mark found out that it was only a matter of about a thousand dollars difference and he once he found that out he just hit the ceiling he says this is ridiculous he barged into joe barbera's office and he says and you don't do that but he did and he said i'm gonna write he took out his checkbook and he said i'm gonna write you a check for a thousand dollars so he wrote joe barbera one no heine barbera productions one thousand dollars he says i'm writing you a check so you hire Dawes butler for this special he said what are you talking about and he told him he said it's just a thousand dollars he says yes so he got on the phone with the business affairs manager. They had it. They had an altercation. He said, "My name's on the building. He's doing this special." So, I mean, that's a pretty incredible thing. Yeah. Now that's the, that's the thirty minutes you get on this DVD, but you also oh, you also get a bonus on this um, Christmas caper, Yogi Bear's All Star Comedy Christmas Caper. You get a very interesting early yogi bear special that was syndicated yogi's birthday party now that alone is super cool that's from the early early 60s it's really their first tv special um but it wasn't on a network it was a half hour celebrating yogi the animation is very good it is the classic style if you love the classic hanna-barbera it's all the characters gathering together to celebrate Yogi's birthday, which was a very big deal back then because it tied in with Kellogg's. There were comic books. There was stuff all over cereal boxes at the time. And Yogi was a very big star in the early 60s. You know, they had walk-around characters that went to shopping malls. And so that special is... Yogi appeared in the Brady Bunch. That's right. Yeah. Oh, on the, the Partridge Family too, I yes. believe. In, That's um, right, because they Yogi. they also did that. They, they both both those shows filmed at the park in Cincinnati, which was populated by Hanna Barbera characters. Yes, Kings Island. Kings Island, because they were they were owned by Taft uh, Entertainment, yeah. which ran the theme parks. So they and it's funny because if you look through magazines of that era, you will see ads for Taft Entertainment that show families, you know, happy families interacting with Yogi and the banana splits. And they're beautifully painted, just like Disney ads that show happy families interacting with Mickey and, you know, Snow White and stuff. It's, it's very funny. Um, they were trying to do very similar things. So, so this is a cool video because you get Yogi of like 1982, which still does Butler. And then you get Yogi of, I think it's around 1962 or 1961 celebrating his birthday so those are two lovely stocking stuffers from our friends at warner video and the uh the classic studios of hanna barbera okay that would be yogi's first christmas which is available warner archive home video and that and then 
Yogi's All-Star Comedy Christmas Caper, which also includes as one of the extra features Yogi's Birthday Party, Yogi's All-Star Comedy Christmas Caper, available through Warner Home Entertainment. Yeah, that's a mouthful, Ed. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, you can read Greg Airbar twice a month, cartoonresearch.com. Greg, happy holidays to you and yours. And the same to you, Ed. We will welcome actress and voice artist Colleen Foy when we come back. Then we'll play highlights from our tribute to the monkeys from April 2018 as we remember Michael Nesmith. All that and more when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.